This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. Hi, I'm Hardik Vaidya. You're listening to Jamsters. This podcast is about stories from the world of entertainment, media, content and events. Every episode I'll be joined by some of the best in business, whether they're artists, content creators, filmmakers, writers, founders, CEOs, thought leaders, it could be anyone. If they have stories, I'll bring them to you. Join me in listening to my brand new podcast, Jamsters, on Epilog Media and all your favorite podcasting platforms. My guest today is an independent woman filmmaker who made a debut film with a sci-fi genre. That's right. Sci-fi genre in Bollywood, which is now streaming on Netflix. Aarti Kadav is a director and writer of Cargo. Literally, all the odds are actually stacked against Aarti's favor. Aarti, welcome to Jamsters. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Same here. So much fun to be here and talk to everyone. Thank you so much for the lovely introduction. Aarti, I want to jump right in because there is so much happening at your end and uh, there is so much to unearth from your journey. By the way, you and I share common roots in the form of a city called Nagpur. You and I actually go further when I say that you and I both are engineers from the same institute that we've spent four years at. How do you feel about that? No, when you told me that, I felt a certain, you know, endearment towards you immediately because it's amazing because, you know, I, I feel that we all are formed during our early years, during our college years and engineering years, like whatever, you know, sense of culture that we develop when we are going through our college or the core values we develop, uh, I think that stays with us. So I feel a strange connection with you already, like, you know, so I, I felt very happy when I found out you're also from ENIT. Awesome. Aarti, why do you do whatever you do? What's the reason behind doing what you do? Okay, uh, I think uh, that's a very <laughs> deep question, actually. If there's something called self-actualization. So we just want to be ourselves as much as possible. And I think uh, when I'm telling magical stories, I genuinely feel completely myself. Like, you know, I'm, I, I feel free. I feel, I feel powerful. And I think, yeah, that's what it is. Like, it's, it's a matter of, I think we are lucky, actually, that we can afford to do what we do. And I would not call ourselves, ourselves entirely lucky because we have gone through the grind. We were probably, you know, product of middle class household. We went through our studies. We did our studies. Then we earned money. And then we, when we earned enough money, we realized that, you know, we want more from our life. You know, not just survive, but something more. And I think when I tell stories, I just enter a plane that is like the most beautiful, most pure, most sincere. And I just want to be in that space forever. So I love creating, you know, I, I mean, obviously I love it because I, I had my share of struggles. There were times when I was writing without any money and I continue to do that only because I really love it. Like that's the only way to be for me, you know, writing good stories. Some people use... Uh spoken word to communicate stories. Some people use the written word to communicate a story. Some people dance. Some people say poetry. But for you, filmmaking is the way to express yourself. And you being a self-confessed introvert, how does this really sync together? I've always been sort of introvert all my life, you know, a very shy child. Uh, so in fact, all my hobbies while growing up were like that. I used to write a lot of stories growing up. I used to sketch a lot. I used to do a lot of charcoal sketching while growing up. So that has always been like that. 
I think uh, when it came to filmmaking, there was still a large chunk of it that you do alone. Like, you know, writing is a very lonely process. Only an introvert can probably survive that six to eight months of writing a screenplay. You know, you write a hundred, hundred twenty page screenplay. It's, it's not easy, you know, when you live through so many characters. I think even when it comes to direction, of course, you know, uh, you work with a team for that. But I always tell people that it is not the, uh, you know, nine to nine direction is not the nine to nine shift schedule. It's actually from five to nine in the morning when you wake up before everybody else and when you're preparing for the day. So it's, I think it's my, me being introvert actually fuels my passion in a way that it is. I think a lot of people, whoever has seen Cargo, said that, you know, oh my God, so much detailing. But if you see my past work, even for example, Time Machine or anything, you will see that detailing. And I think that comes because I like spending time with myself and, you know, or, or with my ideas and obsessing over it. So I think it has kind of helped me in general. I do want to unpack a lot of things you told in that one answer. It's definitely not a nine to nine job. I remember. And I also understand that you had one shift of just 36 hours long with Yuvishka, your <laughs> daughter, who is also the name of the character in this beautiful film, was one year old. Yes. How did you manage that period? No, I think even I wonder. Actually, I was talking to Konkana, who is one of the actresses in the film. And when she uh, shot Death in a Gunge, her son was also two and a half years old. And she, she told me, Ki, I don't know how I did it then, you know, because now I wonder, like, you know, how, where did, from where did I get the energy or the passion to do it? But yeah, at that point, my only goal was to make a very good film. And... Uh, I, I'm blessed with a good support system. My mother had come down uh, and she was with us. But yeah, there were times when my daughter was sick and I was coordinating, her, you know, talk, talking to doctor while shooting. And, you know, there were days like this. There were days when I was sick because I was really overworked. You know, uh, we had 14 days of night shoots. And when I would go back home, my daughter would be awake and there was no way she would let me sleep. So, you know, Basically, it happened that almost 14 days, I hardly slept. I would probably catch two or three hours of sleep somewhere. Or sometimes I would just crash in the, you know, uh, I used to drive to my set and then I stopped. I started taking Uber to my set because I was sleeping off while driving, you know. So it was like really insane. Uh, but yeah, I was really driven. I knew the responsibility that I was had taken up that, you know, we have to make a good film. Uh, not just for ourselves, but you know, I... I never said it to any of my team members then, but subtly I myself took the responsibility towards the genre science fiction because I know what a non-starter it is. Like, you know, when, when you tell people that you want to make science fiction, nobody wants to touch it. Like, you know, and I knew that if I do it wrong, I would not just set my career back because, you know, I want to just do science fiction, but anyone else who wants to uh, tell magical stories would be, you know, a little, um, would be, it will set them back also. So I took that responsibility very seriously. And I always knew that see, because I've made a lot of short films, I know that you have to just get the sh shots right because a lot of things you can fix. But, you know, the shooting, if you make a real mistake during the shoot, you cannot fix it. So I knew that like after this 30, 35 days of shoot, I will be like, you know, back home. And that actually happened. I came back home and I was, Given the baby in my goal, <laughs> and I was given the big grocery list, like 5 kilo, 8, 4 kilo, ye. so I had to immediately order it from Amazon and like, you know, quickly, so yeah, so I was back to my responsibilities, but cargo in general was also very post-intensive. I was equally, um, the edit also took very long and it was also very involving for me, like that also was a very uh, challenging for me and 
uh even other voice yeah so it did take a lot of time for me you know getting this film out it is it is particularly very interesting arti when you unpack the story a little bit and understand that your creative team had a lot of first timers first time cinematographer vfx artist uh, music composer editor as well right so how do you go about building a team of first timers and yet kill it on the film festivals across the world i think 25 film festivals mumbai film festival south by southwest you name it has been there how yes. do you what's, yes. the, what's the recipe here? we were even uh, nominated for young talent awards in shanghai for uh, young asian talent award in shanghai which we felt very proud for that nomination and we were in bifan a lot of fantastic festivals even uh, even in uh, brazil they told us that first time in 16 years an indian film has come in you know sci-fi genre so we felt very proud and the you know the festival is 16 years long so basically first time in their history like some and yeah. sci-fi film from india had been there so we felt very good that we were representing uh, our uh, you know country in these diverse platforms and i think for me uh, even though my f- uh, team was first timers and actually including me also i was that way the first time doing a feature film and no matter how many short films you do a feature film definitely is a very different ball game in terms of scale and everything else and when i was uh, doing it i think for me uh, two things were very important when i was hiring every team member one was like you know they understood science fiction they understood the references that seen the films i was talking about like you know they were exposed to enough international content to understand that when i am telling science fiction they are not just making some gimmicky stuff like you know which you see anyway when you see a space ad in tv and all that's very gimmicky so they understood the nuances of it that was very important for me and secondly i think i also saw their past work except few people i i mean who had past work in smaller films but like for example when it shazan i just went with my gut because i found his work very good paro uh, paramita who was a editor since she hadn't done a feature film uh, what i really liked about her was that she was liking the same filmmakers and she was very sharp and very intelligent so she was understanding the layers of the film when we were discussing so you know they were really acing it you know in initial meetings so i just chose them anyway i needed the time you know time is the most precious commodity and a Time is the biggest gift you can give to any project you do, and I was committed hundred percent. So I was giving my hundred percent time, and I always do that. Like I do, whenever I take a project, I shut off every ad, everything else, and I just do that. I start, you know, I just you know what's the eat, breathe, live that project. So if I have a team member who says, "Ki yar, mera abhi ad hai, the fir main aunga, fir main ye karunga, fir main aunga," so I start getting annoyed as it is with no fault of theirs because I feel that when you are here. just give it that you know that time that you have i have asked you for just give it 100% immerse yourself and discover because you're not just performing when you're part of a team you're also learning and growing and you know if you approach that with that sincerity you will do great stuff and i think that these one newcomer team gave me in fact uh, now all of them have become so busy like you know same shooting dharma film one is doing with dibakar so i feel ki yaar abhi next time inke sath kaam karenge i hope they don't say ki abhi busy hai like the same problems that you know the veteran uh, teammates give ki yaar aaj to ye hai aaj main do din free hu fir main panch din wahan nahi hu so that's always there so i like first timers i like the energy of new people like in general a lot and the dedication they bring to the project so that's the key for me has it ever been the case where you are the captain of the ship it's your driven uh, idea it's your baby it's your vision is it possible that everyone is not equally invested in the idea as you are whether you're running a company the founder of the company is the most passionate individual in yes. this case the director is the most passionate individual 
has it ever been the case where there is a discord like you mentioned and you get angry how do you resolve these differences time gaps you know i'll tell you what there will always be 30% of your teammates who are there just to do their job no matter what you say you just have to make sure that your creative team at least is 100% invested i think that is very important for at least for me there will be a lot of people who will be handling administration who will be like you know seeing this ki yaar ye hai wo hai they will always be see a team, uh, you know uh, there's a crew of 60 people when you're shooting something like this and there are people who are coming there just for the you know just to make their money and go back home to their families which is a very fair thing like you know within that if they try to bring their sincerity it is fine but like you know I, when that happens i usually try to uh, i try to motivate them like in our case i was saying it see this is a pehli science fiction like achhi nahi bani like you know i try to do that but a lot of time that motivation also escapes them and then at that point all you want is to get the work that you want from them so sometimes you have to cover up for them so that is always there you know you can't expect 100% of people completely passionate about your film there will be always be 30% who are just there to do the job but even if you have 70% you are like you know you're sorted like or at least a team head you know because they drive the environment of the set if the team heads are like have start giving up now then it is very tough what you saying is such a good question that i have had lot of teammates when they are like you know ki yaar chode abhi helmet nahi banate you know koi aur dekh lega like you know they try to put it off and you know that are par ye to aapka hi kaam hai but then you have to figure out just sail through while this is a debut film for you as well even the producers of the film uh, shlok sharma uh, navin shetty anurag kashyap these are people who are phenomenal in their own spaces but believing in this film and financing the film must have been a herculean task for you was it so before i was making cargo up another i had another film going for me but that film didn't uh, happen and it was with phantom and then after that the phantom people also split so these guys knew that i was passionate about science fiction all this while these guys knew that i had the requisite skill set to pull it off because that film was like literally 20 days away from being shot so we had done all the casting we had done the storyboard and casting was really proper international casting so in fact cargo was anyways feeling like a step down for a lot of them here after that film she's trying to make something small so i think uh, i was very glad that all of these people who came on board said ki uh, in fact like shlok told me that like you know i don't know what you're making but i will help you make it that's the kind of uh, trust uh, they showed towards me and i think i'm very thankful for that kind of trust essentially because you know that's what you need when you're trying to do something new if i was micromanaged by my producers I, it would not have been this good everybody talks about that this film is low budget when any studios funds the film they give money but the cost of is to engage with them and you know convince them for everything so that cost is sometimes more expensive than the money they are giving essentially so here even though the money was less there was no other cost like they were giving me full freedom you know and full support moral support so i was yeah i was very blessed actually all of them had massive trust in me so and it it showed then yeah then every team member also showed that trust like because they were they were trusting me so much that's interesting but also is it also the case that you've been with sci-fi genre for so long i think much before filmmaking uh, that it comes naturally to you it it comes as a space to second nature to you i think believing and convincing people when you are so driven by an idea It yeah easier exactly yeah so basically that's what it is you should be a force of nature essentially so they should <laughs> feel that they are missing out if they are not part of your project i mean i feel that that is the only way to do it because 
if you start making them i mean like not in this case like these guys guys are genuinely like you know people with hearts of gold like all these people who supported me in cargo but when i talk about the industry in general the more you pitch right the more they feel that you want something from them but the more you tell them that hey i'm making this you want to be part of this or not then they feel that oh am i missing something important and then they become part of it and that's the strategy i employ essentially that's a very interesting perspective because whenever we are out in the market pitching our idea the whole mentality is ke mujhe chahiye so we came in and yeah. agree or budge on whatever is comfortable but in in your case in particular you've stood your ground so strongly so fiercely that people want to work with you yes yeah i think itne saal sabne dekha ki sci-fi hi kari hai to obviously tha ki aur pata tha main film bana hi lungi because there was no stopping me even now in lockdown i made a short film so i know that some way or the other i have a core team who trusts me who believes in me and they will help me make it like maybe with lesser money it will be not as good or but something will be there there will be something magical because See the core of my me and my team is that we are very sincere and we don't try to cheat. Like you know, we try to get every details right as much as possible. You know, if we can't get the massive spaceship shot, we'll at least make sure that the labels have proper you know gold. You know, अपने side से we try to do as much you know things as sincerely as possible. So yeah, as you said, is right. Like the core team has to be very strong. So I guess that also gives me a lot of confidence. I want to talk about the phenomenal casting that you've done. I think when the director is so clear with the idea, uh, you tend to attract the right kind of people as well in the form of Vikrant and Shweta. Uh, they both have portrayed such intelligent acting in the film. Uh, the intricacies, the nuances which were to be captured were actually captured by them. Uh, tell me more. Did you did you design the script with them in mind? Uh, how did it go about? So when I was writing uh, Cargo, I had already met Shweta once, and actually the way I met Shweta was she had just visited my house, and uh, like you know that time I was like literally my child was like very young at that time, three or four months. So I was in, so I was like, why? Uh, I mean, how come an actress is in my house? But you know, a lot of people keep visiting me for stories, etc., like for sci-fi and all. So her friend was coming to meet me, and she had you know tagged along that like you know, uh, okay. So, but I was very amused that how humble can an actress be? That you know, very unassumingly she came along. Then she also uh, discussed uh, like you know sci-fi with me, and I found her super super intelligent. Like you know, and Shweta is like her EQ is also very high. Like not just her understanding of uh, science in general, because she's also been exposed with uh, you know to art growing up. Her father was an IAS officer, and they used to really visit a lot of plays etc. while growing up. so she understood you know this whole suspension of disbelief that comes with a sci-fi story so when i wrote the script i wrote it with shweta in mind and uh, then I, i had written even the character's name is shweta and i sent it to her she read it and she said yes i'm going to do it then we were looking for a male actor and vikrant's career i've been following for a very long time since his uh uh you know lotera days like you know and i always found and my actually i have a friend zen marchisol is part of my company electricians so he used to always say ki ye bahut bada banega ye bahut superstar banega so i thought <laughs> you know also uh, and shweta was shooting with vikrant in mirzapur and shweta was in awe with vikrant's talent while she working with him so she said ki ek baar let's talk to vikrant i said but will he do it like you know it's such a low in low budget lobo in in the sci-fi So she said, "Bath करने में क्या जाता है?" 
so she spoke to vikrant and vikrant came to uh, uh, came for dinner actually and 20 minutes or like you know uh, within dinner he said ki yes i'm going to do it and i said vikrant you don't want to read the screenplay he said no no uh, it's working for me the way you're speaking about it and for him also the shweta is doing it because shweta has traditionally done really good films like masan and all and vikrant has never worked in indie circuit so this was vikrant was working in our circuit and he wanted to do uh, you know work that makes splash at festivals so actually it was shweta's conviction that got him on board and actually they are very intelligent like when i was working with vikrant i felt that he's the best actor i've ever worked with because his calibrate he's so calibrated you feel acting is just you know going out there and saying lines and coming back but he's so calibrated with his work he knows like like you can actually make his emotions go up and down when you, if you if i catch him in his uh, trailer he would be like you know making underlines of like you know what is the subtext and he'll ask me a lot ki i'm saying this but i actually mean this right like you know and do you think i'm inconsistent with prasar's character so he is carrying so many things and i think that shows i personally feel cargo is ikrant's best work and he looks the most handsome i always claim that i'm sure because it's your film you've got all the credits to see that <laughs> yeah. yes 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 not being not being biased yeah clearly yeah. there is no bias there but i want to talk in addition to the phenomenal acting uh i have been a huge fan of the production design on the film it's it's genuinely giving me a sense of nostalgia uh there are elements which don't feel alien in spite of all metallic and clunky nature they still feel personal uh how did you manage to get that thought process in and weave it as part of the film yeah i think uh, when you tell it sci-fi for a lot of editors i feel you're also telling a you know childhood kind of story like you know so a, th- a throwback to childhood uh, gadgets is something that you always want to give it to them like you know so i think nostalgia for me sci-fi without nostalgia feels very cold to me like so for me i think the choice of gadgets were adding a certain warmth that i wanted my story to carry also because i knew we are the first sci-fi from india i was like as i said that and also see i took uh, proper care that it should be an indian sci-fi i didn't make a sci-fi and say ki acha matlab you know mai to hollywood ke liye bana raha hai you know india ko nahi samjhega i was taking actually more care ki indians ko samjhega you know formally if you feel like you know if you see there is like lot of musical interludes this bara this this you know so the lot of things i was t- putting keeping indians in mind so i think yeah as you said like uh, you know i love that whole tactile nature of you know buttons and knobs and the analog signals i like that more than you know the digital and touch screens and those things like a lot more in fact touch screens is very easy to pull off like you know all i have to do is put five green screens and then worry about it in the post you know aesthetically designing a retro sci-fi is in general sometimes tougher because you can look this it can look fake very easily but we try to make sure that you know it looks real as much as possible and there is lot of uh, mixed feedback for that but people who understand sci-fi who understand retro sci-fi or people who are just purely uh, consuming film you know on emotional point of view get that and like that and i think that was the goal so yeah as you said that like you know and you see production design obviously always credit goes to the team head like you know the production designer if he doesn't pull off he doesn't do the right thing there's only so much the director can do so my production designer was very good in fact uh, there's a small trivia which i have told anyone that you see the cockpit in the film right where this so right. that he got from a different set it's a helicopter in some other film 
सो वी वर कम्प्लीटली आउट ऑफ बजट टू मेक अ कॉकपिट सो ही सेट कि यार ये किसी फिल्म में हेलीकॉप्टर का शूट हुआ है अभी वो डंप होके टूटने वाला है सो ही एक्चुअली सेट कि तोड़ो मत मुझे चाहिए सो ही एक्चुअली गॉट इट हियर एंड वी यूज इट लाइक ही जस्ट ऑफकोर्स चेंज इट सो दैट लुक लाइक अ कॉपी सो दैट मच ही एक्चुअली पर्सनली टू केयर टू मेक श्योर दैट इट लुक्स द बेस्ट कलर्स एंड I said, ये यहाँ पे क्या कर रहे हैं उसको सेट लेके जाओ लाइक यू नो लाइक दैट वी क्रिएटेड स्टफ सो सुपर जुगाड़ वेरी कूल वाइल प्रोडक्शन डिजाइन इज वन थिंग आई हैव ऑल्सो पर्टिकुलरली लव द्ले ऑफ कलर्स यूव डन विद होल फिल्म आई वॉन्ट टू टॉक अबाउट वन पर्टिकुलर थिंग वेन दे डू दी एक्सट्रैक्शन देर इज अ टनल एंड टनल इज ब्यूटिफुलट विद येलो कलर वॉज दर लॉजिक Shweta is reflecting about her life and her powers uh, right at the right end of the frame beautifully yeah. done it looks so gorgeous what's the thought behind that color lighting tunnel so as far as color theory is concerned i'm a very big passion i'm in love with color theory because i used to i i always i'm a very big connoisseur of art in general so and i'm very influenced by you know painters like mathis or kandinsky or you know van gogh Like the classic European painters, uh, who used bright colors in general. So even a spaceship, if you see traditionally, all spaceships are just white, white. So I said, no, no, we have to color to color. And always, I like the idea of half and half. So that's what we had thought: that half blue, half white. You know, West is so jada. And if you uh, if you actually see the film carefully, spaceship was built in two parts. The first was uh, just where the transition area where people come in and the rooms, and then it was uh, the other area where the healing goes on and the tunnel. so we actually use the same parts to you know make the other parts like because we were out of material to make the entire spaceship at, at a go so वैसे करके हमने half half करके spaceship बनाया so the healing area I wanted it to be like you know green in color in general a very different kind of green but we didn't have the budget to paint it so then I, and then I was getting worried कि anyways the film is a single location film if we don't bring variety of colors it might start looking super dull like you know then what to do so you know before we started the shoot we had two day of lighting and lighting test so in that one lighting test uh, kaushal my dop he made the tunnel orange you know so it's actually white painted but he flooded it with orange light in general and then he said ki uh, this is a huge risk or it could be a huge reward do you think we should go for it and i was like yeah let's go for it like you know and we retained that like you know and i think yeah, it's good i mean i always loved that tunnel i thought it was a very good choice because it was giving a nice uh, surreal feel to that walk uh, the tunnel was meant to be surreal for me because it was like you know sort of uh, in a way is like you know saying that you know you're going to for the next birth so in a way it's a birth of the soul like you know it had a more uh, metaphysical meaning for me like that walk towards the transition chamber I want to ask you this. I want to uh, segue into one particular question that I've been wanting to ask you after watching the film. Do you believe in afterlife? Yeah, that's a very uh, tough question for me to answer because, see, obviously we have no proof that there is an afterlife as such. As a science fiction uh, writer director, I'm also steeped into a lot of science. Like I do read up, I stay in touch with physics and all these fields a lot. And the more I read about chaos theory, I start believing in that. That like you know, we just try to 
give ourselves a lot more importance by saying that there is an afterlife. Maybe it is possible that we all die and we end. But at the same time, you know, I've grown up in a household and also I've like, you know, read so much writings of, you know, Buddhist philosophers and even like, you know, Hindu philosophy that there's this whole concept of karma and these, uh, you know, rebirth and also that's part of my culture. But individual belief, maybe it is, you know, if I actually have to answer, someone say, tell me the right answer, put a gun on me, I'll say, oh no, it's a chaos theory. But I would love to believe in the whole uh, rebirth or at least use that as a contest to, you know, give me some satisfaction that life is not so meaningless. Like, you know, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So You know, a little while back, Aarti, you said that writing can be a very lonely process. And um, there is a character in the film, the International Loneliness Detective. Tell me more about that. Why did that character come in? What was the logic behind having that? It's a very interesting piece. And I also remember that once he got married, uh, he did not upload his videos and someone was asking yeah. like, why aren't you in front of camera? Very yeah. interesting. I would, I would really want you to share on that a little bit. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I started with loneliness detective because I, I always knew that there'll be one life I'll be stressing a lot about, uh, about like, you know, Basically, like in every, uh, for every cargo, I'm only showing snapshots around their death. But for one cargo, I'll give that perspective because I thought that is the climax of the film. Like, you know, the idea is not that she gets her power back or he goes. The idea is that we see that life is like, you know, it's like this series of snapshots. And we always think about current and the future. Like, you know, we completely ignore our past achievements because, you know, we are like, abhi kya future karke, abhi kya future karke. Like, you know, we think like that. But I wanted to see that if you actually see your life, it will always be a snapshot of every moment, including your birth or your, you know, the time you spend with your family members or like, you know, with your friends. So, yeah, that was there. And Loneliness Detective, I think it was a prologue. Like, I think I was seeing one of the Coen Brothers films that I quite liked. Uh, which is called a serious man or something like that, which has the best prologue ever in the history of prologues. Like, you know, where it talks about some crazy gin or something and then it starts with the film. So I always wanted to have an amazing prologue in the film. So The Loneliness Detective was my prologue because I also felt that uh, that's an underlying uh, thing that is happening to all of us. Even people who claim to have like lots of friends. You know, frankly speaking, I would be the person you would feel that I have the most um, amazing social life or whatever, like, you know, because I have family life, I have a very rich friend's life, I have cakes, you know, I have this and this. But like, there is still a thread of loneliness and that is there for all of us, like, because uh, we are still, you know, we are so much into this internet world, like, you know, we live in our phones, like in general. So there is an element of loneliness where we feel that sometimes we want to, like, where he says, that phone pe number to hazaar ho hai par baat karne ko koi nahi so they, we all have gone through that moment where we have felt like you know re- calling someone and then you don't know you would feel ki acha wo to busy hoga acha wo to busy hoga so i thought that that is not just my problem but it's a problem that i was feeling for a lot of people a lot of my friends and maybe a lot of my friends who are artists they also feel that way like there is some loneliness you know you can talk to people about routine stuff but when you actually have to talk to someone about what you really feel or what you are going through internally you have very few people who will get you so i think that for me was a uh, nice thing to show that like you know now that is the advertisement from earth like you know the earth this is what we are like while we try to sell a lot of crazy things you know toothpaste and all and the youtube ads this guy is trying to sell something uh, you know like a solution to your loneliness 
and when i expand on his life i think what i wanted to say was that so many times when i see a youtube video i skip an ad like i we were you know feeling like skipping the ad of the loneliness detective but later on when you see the snapshot of life you see that the every person has such a crazy insane back story like you know and uh, we we every person has a context but we don't give it like when we meet a person we only see 1% of that person but there's 99% we don't have any uh, like it, it's okay if you don't get the context but there's a context but we tend to ignore that we are very quick to judge quick quick to dismiss i think that was my idea also to you know show him as someone with since childhood to birth as someone who you just saw in an ad is now like you know you have so much context to that person it's particularly interesting because as artists as people constantly seen in the media you very correctly pointed out that on the contrary i might feel that you are surrounded with people you have such an amazing life full of richness yet there is a thread of loneliness that is constantly part of you um and it is very difficult to detach from that as well right yes yes uh, yet we are constantly trying to be creative be around people share our thoughts so i'll also circle back to the same thing that some people use words some people use uh, you know drawing to sh- share their thoughts uh, some people like you use filmmaking to share stories that are deeply rooted uh, to what they inherently are yeah i think that was there like you know because as i said when we were making this film it was such an india small budget and because we were probably more you know close to the festival uh, uh people we were making this film for the international audience and we wanted to be as honest as possible because i feel that if you want to really make a film that you know people around the world sees it has to be super honest and talk about the culture you know it should be a snapshot of the people you know whether it's set in future whether it's set in past it should tell about people right here right now like you know fantasy is not about this man in a spaceship feeling lonely and not being able to send the letter you know press send on a letter it's about you and i living in earth right now you know that's what fantasy is about so when we were making the film it was like that and we also i was also thinking ki pehli film hai pehli film hai you know why to subscribe to the same you know three act plot or why to subscribe to the same thing ki har 10 minute mein like you know you see all these top shows ki har 10 minute mein ya to kisi ko zinda jalana chahiye ya to koi naked ladki dikhana chahiye ya to so i was not subscribing to any of these i i was not at all keen to give you any high for every 10 minutes i was not like you know not at all uh, okay. for that so okay. essentially uh, that was my idea so when i was making the film i was not subscribing to any existing tropes i was like let's create something purely unique and extremely honest and let's see and we were definitely very well received internationally in india too like but india of course we are also used to you know we are used to that kind of kare par abhi villain ka hai abhi hero ka hai so we are used to a love story nahi hai we used to those things but it's okay like i think it's important that ek to film different aani chahiye har film ek jaise anyway aapke paas har film ek jaise aa hi rahi hai matlab jo aapki villain wali story ya love story wali ek film to different aage to kya jata hai aapka so yeah So, Aarti, were you ever a fan of uh, Stanley Kubrick, or have you watched films like Gravity, Interstellar? Has that made an impression on you while making Cargo, or maybe 2001: Space Odyssey as well? Yes, yes, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Kubrick, and in fact, I had done my film school essay on Kubrick, a very detailed essay, and which is now circulating also, like between film school students because they found it somewhere, so they spoke to me about it at length. Yes, I'm a huge fan of Kubrick because. I love that he's, you know, Kubrick's in his later work was very mood centric, 
and he worked on more instincts and emotions more than plot so i think my work is also initial my first work was obviously a tribute to kubrick's work because you know even like the symmetry of the tunnel and things so i always spoke about it and when it came to referencing for this film we referred every film every space film that we have seen at the same time we referred a lot of uh, real uh, life uh, nasa and real life europe ka and uh, real life india ke spaceships kaise you know space stations kaise hain ya kaise dikhte hain you know so we did do a lot of real research in fact the uniforms of ours is exactly copy of jaise nasa ka uniform dikhta hai like you know bas humne apna wo emblem change kar diya like you know apne khud ki company bana li but like yeah baki like you know we completely try to take as much from real life but yeah, i also was telling that this is created space like there is nothing real in it this is a created space so wo bhi tha but refer to sab karna it's it's, it's interesting arti that uh, i the particular geometry of uh, the spaceship at least the fagend uh, it feels like it's almost a breathing system yes and the thought process of having that has been particularly very exciting to observe from a machine standpoint what are your thoughts on this yeah actually yeah that's true i always wanted my spaceship to be a living organism or feel like it and lora spaceship was very static so i wanted to uh, give it some sort of movement that make it feel like it is a you know it is the whole concept of life and death i wanted to show it like you know because this is a film about life and death like so i wanted to carry that forward and i was feeling that this uh, this immigration office for dead also you know breathes and is also gives a sense of life so i like i like the just opposite you know that uh, opposites i actually overall i like duality a lot like you know if you you see my film a lot you will see that i do uh, play a lot with duality so uh, immigration office of for the dead is actually super alive uh, the thing that the guy who is alive and doing the immigration is feeling like a dead person which he says ki you know my ghost to and the people who have just died want to live for more five more minutes so those things were always there like you know so i always wanted to show uh, that kind of uh, or duality so if in fact there is some very nice review someone said that like you know life is meaningless and there is some meaning to it like you know the both things exist like the both opposites exist and it's tough to touch that in any film like the dualities are the toughest to actually you know and which is a lot of lot of times kubrick does it wonderfully he catches the duality so well but in this film i wanted to capture it as much as possible because life and death is like that like the the thing that makes life very beautiful is death you know i think so the finiteness makes it very precious so that's that's there like yeah it's very interesting because you know you you've created this whole world in the film of uh, demons but it feels very real it feels very relatable uh, in fact you've given like a whole cosmetic treatment to demons uh, to make them look like humans uh, the whole idea behind creating demon and human peace treaty which is the concept of uh, lastly the film uh, has been very fascinating i don't think people generally venture into that thinking and it's such a refreshing perspective on life and death um were you always this way arti from your film making standpoint or even in your school uh, when you were studying films or while you were making those short films as well yeah i mean in the sense i never had i never did so much world building before this like you know uh, i had made short films like this but the world building was pretty minimal like you know and around the stories 
but this story uh, i think just before i was writing uh, cargo i was writing a superhero film which was a very intergalactic three four species you know of superheroes so that had insane world building and i think that i dropped because obviously for budget considerations but maybe because i was gliding from that story to this story the world building came very naturally matlab mujhe to in fact i remember as talking to my friends and ki saying ki yaar logo ko lagega kitna kam hai aur dense ja sakte the to ye usse ki nahi yaar already bahut dense hai like you know i used to feel ki yaar logo ko lagega bahut simple film hai you know hum aur acha aur detail dal sakte hain aur kuch nuances dal sakte hain to you know we used to joke about it a lot like in general yeah very interesting while uh, you know generally sci-fi is associated with western uh line of thinking you've added a very interesting eastern element indian element mythology element uh to creating this concept of afterlife and also having the demons and the humans angle uh is it difficult to think of these multiple worlds and then also have the clarity to work with different people and then also think about finances and then think about deadlines it's it almost seems like an unreal world that is going on in your head trying to achieve a goal which is just an idea Yeah, that's true. Because I think you should have been here. We should have logged in just this morning because my mother went into this big rant about like you know how tough it was, and she was saying that like, everybody talks about the challenges you face during filmmaking, but nobody talks about the personal challenges because it's not just about you fighting to make the film and you know push an idea, but you're also pushing the idea that you are a filmmaker. So I was pushing multiple ideas, and both looked equally impossible to a lot of people. you know and they gave that sense also that you know i mean you, we all are perceptive people yeah we all know when people are you know respecting us or we all know when people are dismissing us and when we never expected that so many people would see the film like you know and we were still in that survival zone ki ye dekhe to fir next kya banayenge but i mean what she said was right that like you know we were we tried to sell two concepts not just the so- concept of rakshas manushya pistriti but also like you know women can be sci-fi directors like that's also the second <laughs> thing that you're pushing through this and it's not easy to push it all said and done i have had my i think any any female filmmaker all said and done has gone her share of condescension her share of gaslighting to reach a point where she has actually made a film it is yeah and i'm also one of the producers of the film so i was always very aware of the budgets i was involved in every cost that was happening so and I, i was involved in every process like i was genuinely the team leader in both ways like you know so i knew that there were lot of things i was handling at the same time uh but like you know i mean of course it was hard work but i think also it, it made the film very special for me matlab i genuinely loved the like when i see the film i i can remember the point where i thought of it i remember the point where we shot it like you know the discussion i remember the the discussions i had with the vfx guy or the decisions during edit so it just makes the film very special i mean i feel i live in that film like you know not so much inside me like yeah 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 so yeah i think when there are more constraints the success feels that much sweeter yes yes i agree i like so much disbelief in yourself because you you have also inherited it from the you know other people when you finally when people finally appreciate it i think it's the surprise you know, you also feel surprised Oh, you're liking it? Oh, what? Did you really like it? I mean, ninety percent of time, I'm I'm still disbelieving that people are liking it. Like because I was also thinking that, yeah, this is a very festival type of film. I don't know if people will like it. But I'm happy, yeah. I mean, people will like it, which is means a great stride. Like not just in terms of sci-fi, but in terms of narratives. Like you know, that you can tell different kind of narratives in general. Yeah. 
that's the beauty of it right i think from where you were uh, arti in uh, nagpur studying engineering uh, to now being a filmmaker writer uh, the jump has been obviously massive but the journey has been so long yeah and it's been equally enriching you know everybody says ki yaar did you feel that you should have not done engineering and directly joined filmmaking and i was like no way because that was the best best years of my life i can't let that go i mean my closest friends are still the friends i made during engineering and even when i was working in seattle like you know because we were a bunch of us fresh off the boat in us like how close you become you know relying on each other's family members i mean i don't want to trade off that relationship for anything anyway like you know that's the whole essence of cargo why are we yeah there's no goal like that whole goal thing is a misnomer like you know matlab there is life today is a goal like you know just maximizing it today is a goal and you should like think of it like that relationships are goal like why are we so capitalistic about everything like you know so yeah i mean your journey has been long but it has been equally fulfilling like and um, again there's one lovely thing my mom said that like you know you should not say that you waited 7 to 8 years to make your film you said you prepared yourself for 8 years to make the film if i had not been reading those science fiction books in all these 8 years if i had not been writing or the superhero film that i abandoned if i had not written it the cargo wouldn't have happened so everything it's like just mystically everything just aligned itself and you know for me to actually make this film and you know genuinely like even if my previous film with phantom if it had happened it was not as exciting as cargo for people like it was a mild sci-fi like you know this is like on the face on your new sci-fi it's a hard sci-fi like you know so i feel they are great that you know this has happened at what point arti in this whole journey uh, does someone give up right it has been a fairly long journey of tasting the success of this magnitude having a release on netflix hopefully we would have wished for a theatrical release but at what point does this become that a bahut ho gaya yaar like it's too long how long should i keep on doing the stuff that i'm doing without having any expectation of success uh yeah actually always uh, it's genuinely little uh, long and i was uh, um, i mean i've had my share of you know the crisis I think for me the only thing that helped was that because I went to a film school I had like two three people who were very passionate about whatever I was doing and who always showed up like you know whenever I would feel super low so I started a platform called short film window it's there online shortfilmwindow.com and it was a platform for short filmmakers because at some point I gave up the idea that I can make a feature film and then I felt that like but why can't we make really innovative short films because you know budget wise short films is very accessible and it's something it's a, the it, i think i found short films lot more democratic than feature films in general like you know so i started a uh, platform where i was curating films short films not just from india from across the world the best ones like you know and that was also that kind of kept me alive in fact just before uh, cargo released i was again going through law and because for cargo i'd give i mean i it had we had paused curation of the short films but i restarted it Uh, a few months back during lockdown because i again started feeling ki you know because i also made a short film and i i enjoyed it so much i felt that that's an art form in itself so i was feeling what are the ways to survive like you know uh, without making a feature film like and still make a mark and still uh, i think the only thing that helped me was i stuck to the fact that i want to make science fiction 
you know because that also i was getting lot of uh, uh, you know contrary advice lot lot of say ki ek romance kar le ya fir you know or ya young adult romance which is like everybody's favorite you know young adult content kar do kuch acha sa like you know so which we could have done but i stuck to uh, science fiction so i was thinking ki young adult science fiction kar denge nahi to like you know but uh, i would still uh, i wanted to yeah so but i'm glad that i made my debut with a film that is that i cannot say ki isne mujhe bola to maine aisa kiya matlab sab kuch wohi hua jo maine chaha like you know so yeah so you genuinely arti from whatever i have known about you speaking to you you are genuinely a trailblazer you set the path for creating future films in this space uh, we generally were always exposed to sci-fi genre of the hollywood space it was never a thought that we would be exposed to these kind of films here in india um and especially from the kind of movies that are being particularly made right now but i really do hope that uh, the future is immensely bright for you and you do get to create the labor of love that you always wanted to thank you so much arti for being on the show Thank you so much. It was lovely talking to you. I mean, always happy to talk to fellow engineer, and I can clearly tell that you're obviously following your passion. You're doing something that you really believe in, and you're obviously super good at it. Like you know, I can tell during that through the interview. So I know that it's amazing. I think we should all just follow our passion, and things fall in place. Yeah, if we are, if we don't give up, then the world also doesn't give up on you. So that's all. Yeah. Thank you so much for that parting note. Thank you yeah. very much Arti. If you enjoyed this episode of Jamsters, make sure you subscribe on EPlog Media website or your favorite podcast streaming apps such as Apple Podcasts, Jio Seven, Gaana, Spotify and more. Also, if you use Apple Podcasts, do rate and review Jamsters as it helps other people to discover this podcast. And for suggestions, feedback or ideas for me, follow me on Instagram @hardikdevaidya or on Facebook @hardikvaidya.